Well, you got to decide what's more important, your kids or this podcast? That's a good question. Right? That's a good question. Am I right? I'm right. It would say it depends on the day, right? (laughs) And I know Parker would be like, go do the podcast. Like, so he has to be on, on team Mercado vision, right? I think on the days that Shay doesn't want to record, we should just have Parker on. I thought we were going to, are we just going to have, we need to have one of uh, Parker and Olivia. You know, we should, you know what we should do for Parker and Olivia? We should do Into the Spider-Verse. That's a good idea. So they're going to do the podcast themselves? So they should be our guest speakers? No, she's join. They'll just join us. That'd be fun. We should do that. So just uh, an idea. I'm sure that'd be pretty awesome. Actually. We're slowly just becoming a Spider-Man podcast, apparently. We, we kind of have been the last uh, couple of months, but for good reason, right? In a world where moviegoers and nerds collide, three siblings have emerged to unite the two forces. These average siblings heard the calling to become movie podcast superheroes. This is Mercado Vision, where a family of fan kids get to nerd out on their favorite movies and television. We got more important things to get to because the movie we've all been waiting for for the past over the year happened. We all saw it. And today we're talking about Bum bum bum. Spider Man No Way Home. Holy shit balls. Do we um Yes? Do we what? <laughs> do we um do we have any news or anything? Are we just gonna jump right in or what's well, we going were on? Just, we're just we're, we're just, just laying the ground. We're teasing, we're you know, about today. People you know? are listening, they're like, what's this episode about episode about? And so we're gonna say we're gonna talk about No Way Home. But, but. Yeah, there's, there's a whole format. You're right. Um, before people, we get people expect the format, you know, we can't let our we can't let our fans down. Yeah, they expect so greatness. They just you know expect greatness. Right. They expect greatness. So Marvel News. Marvel News. She usually have like some good nuggets here. What do you got? Yeah, I think I do. I'm trying to uh, check it out right now. Are you like Googling Marvel News now and just going <laughs> to let us know what you find? No. You know, post no way home uh, there's mm-hmm. definitely a lot of news coming out there's news about andrew garfield potentially in the in the works to do a amazing spider-man 3 maybe in the venom uh universe type of thing so that's pretty i heard cool. that i heard that i'd be, I'd be rumored okay that. um well, i don't know well, if that's obviously true but you know we'll talk about cool. that later but i could use a more andrew garfield spider-man in my life That'd yeah, be awesome. I, mean, I, I uh, will get to that later, but I'd have to agree. That's a little uh, though. I don't know how much I like multiple Spider Spider-Man movies coming out at once. I mean, why, Spider-Man. at this point, why not? They're you got the whole universe now, multiverse. So they've you know they've already coexisted. I mean, allegedly, we don't know yet. We don't. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but like, <laughs> I wouldn't mind you give Tom Holland a, a year, a you know, a break for a couple years. That. Andrew do a movie. I mean, next year there's going to be three Batman movies coming out, so three different characters. So, wait, what? There's there's going to be Batman with three different Batman. Batman. Yes, there's going to be three different Batman on film next year. So, if the character is like a Batman or Spider Man, I think people will just eat it up, no matter how many you got. I thought it was just going to be Robert Pattinson. Who else is playing Batman? Yeah, so there's that movie. There's also the movie with like the Flash that has Ben Affleck in it as Batman and Michael Keaton in it as Batman. So Ugh, I hate Ben Affleck as there's Batman. three versions there. So what I'm saying is that 
um, there's plenty of Spider-Man to go around and it'll make tons of money either way. That's true, I suppose. Yeah, cool. so that's cool. Hopefully, uh, you know, that, yeah, that's, cool. that's going to be a fun rumor. Obviously, like, I, I enjoyed Tom Hardy as Venom, even though I haven't really liked the movies, mm, per se, but... Movies, not well, so much. Well I, I, well, I just said, yeah, it's exactly what I just said. Not like I'm just, movies, I'm but I do like Tom thought. Hardy. I'm supporting yeah, you. Yeah, Tom Hardy, I, I enjoy him, and I kind of like the the banter that him and Venom have. I don't like the, the format of the movies and whatnot, but whatever yeah. it is, what it is. It's a shame they couldn't do better movies because you don't want to waste, not that they're wasting it, but Tom Hardy is, he's a great actor. I mean, let's be honest. We've, we've seen this from Sony more than, more, more than one occasion. So yeah, they're yeah. almost, they're worse than DC at making superhero movies. So <laughs> yeah. Traffic are not good. How, how did Venom do in the box office? Did it perform at all? Did people go I think see it, it did like okay, like well enough to where like they'll keep making more, but like they're gonna I don't make know. more. <laughs> I watched that, I watched that movie too. I don't know if I told you guys because I watched it. So you can and I'm let there be carnage so I could see the after credit scene. I wasn't just gonna YouTube it. YouTube. And yeah, I mean Shay was right. The movie's not that good. Um the after credit scene was kind of cool to see, and it, it led to the after credit scene in this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, I just hope they get get some better Venom going eventually. Yeah. Uh, they need to restart the whole franchise at this point. Uh, Toss the whole <laughs> thing out. You know what? At this point, there's they have multiverse things, so they can do whatever the hell they want. Yeah, let's start over. Which, 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 which actually is, is fun because they can continue to have Tom Hardy and throw him in some random multiverse. Like, who knows? They can do whatever they want, which is cool. I think Tom Hardy's going to be around for a while. So I think so, too. Yeah, they got to live with it. We also, uh, um, I put in here the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer dropped. Wow, wow! I could talk about, I could talk about that for a long time because my girl Wanda is back. Mm-hmm. She back. I liked how they dropped it too. It wasn't just like put online one one random day. You actually could only see it for I think three or four or five days by watching Spider Man No Way Home. Yeah, I didn't expect that to be the post-credit scene. I, no. you know, it, it was it was definitely not a normal. You know, obviously, normal post post-credit scene is, you know, a scene that you know either leads to another movie or, or closes something out in the movie or something like just random that's funny or whatever. But to have it be a trailer was a, a shock one and, and super new, but it was pretty damn cool because all of a sudden you're super excited. Yeah. You know, when I saw it, I saw it at... Uh, I think they should do that more. Um, it was 1 o'clock in the morning when I when, I, when that trailer came on. I was like, yeah. holy shit, let's... It kind of rewards going. people that are well, seeing the movie. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I, um, I'm a very excited for this movie. Um, I don't know if I want... I, I don't know if I want to say more so than I was for Spider-Man, but I'm very excited for this movie just because I feel like it's it's kind of doing all the hard or putting all the hard work that we've done with all the television series recently, mm-hmm. um, kind of bringing it all into the mix, which is kind of exciting. I mean, we've watched hours of WandaVision and hours of Loki, which I think is going to come into play as well, at least with the, um, at the end of Loki where shit gets wild. Um, so I think this movie, more than anything we've seen thus far, is going to tie back to television series more than anything else. So that's kind it of cool. Could. I think um, I think they're going to see a lot of cameos too. Like the the title is literally Multiverse of Madness, so you could see anything pop up in this movie. There's already rumors about 
who's going to be in it. Um, but yeah, you can see a bunch of different crazy things and people popping up in this movie and different cameos and who knows? I think it'll be, it'll be good. We think Kang the Conqueror is going to be back. I haven't heard that. I uh, heard possibly you'll see Reed Richards in this. You might see um, some X-Men stuff in this. You might see an alternative variant uh, Iron Man. Ooh. Um, so yeah, just stuff I've heard. Who knows if it's true, but. Well, I mean, it was, it was obviously it was super cool to see the trailer and see it, um, you know, bring the, the what if episode of um, Doctor Strange kind of into yeah the real real screen which is you know pretty mind-blowing pretty cool i think this movie's like um you know like when you get extra credit because you did all your homework i feel like this movie is extra credit for all of all the people that watched all the television series mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah you studied extra hard you get a little more you get a little more in this movie than other people do yeah <laughs> yeah it's gonna be cool and then what else we got so we got that dropped which is pretty cool and then you know what we just had a the series of Hawkeye season one complete, which was really cool, really good. I, you know, we haven't really discussed that on here yet, but we will, we will come we will at some point soon. Uh, but I thought it was, I thought it was really good. I actually haven't finished it yet. I think I'm one or two episodes behind, so maybe oh. I'll watch it tomorrow as I spend New Year's Eve by myself. <laughs> and 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 the thing is, it is you know, it's tying in other movies, other characters, which is other television, really cool. Yeah. yeah, so. Pretty exciting to see where Marvel's going. It seems like they're really connecting a lot of threads. And with this whole multiverse, um, multidimensional timeline thing they're going with, they have the opportunities are kind of endless. Um, so it's kind of fun. They kind of can do whatever they want with this type of storyline. So it's exciting to watch. And, you know, we definitely got a, our first look at that with Spider-Man No Way Home. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and also in some non-Marvel news, but Disney news, we have this series, uh, Chronicles of Boba Fett. Is that what the name of it is? Boba. Nice try, nice try. Book of Boba Fett. Boba. Book, but whatever. Yeah, so it's Chron- Chronicles. So uh, that started up. I haven't started watched it yet, but either I'm excited I mean, for it. I'm excited for it too. I mean, knowing what they did with um, the Mandalorian, I think it's gonna be good. Maybe we should ask our followers um, like on social media if they'd be interested in us um, expanding our universes to Star Wars and start talking about some Star Wars um, shows. Well, I think I think that's that's the plan. I don't think this is exclusively Marvel. I think this is, you know. It's not. It's, uh, you know, we can go any way we want. Go Disney. We can go DC. I mean, come on. We can get... There's just been a lot of Marvel content lately that we've had to really get in, dive into. We can get crazy. And wanted to dive into, obviously. But Marvel's our, it's our heart. It's our passion. So we should keep it Marvel-centric, I think. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Spider-Man No Way Home. Bryn, how excited mm-hmm. were you to watch this movie? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah, super excited. I've been looking forward to it for over a year. Um, yeah, I mean... It's weird that finally, like you watch it and it's like you, you're, the movie's over. Like, what did I just watch? And you kind of just soak in it for like a couple of days. I want to watch and, it again. Are yeah, you- I don't know if I watch it again or not. I mean, in the theaters, but uh, man, I was effing excited to watch this movie. And I think I knew it was going to be good because I'd seen reviews ahead of time. Well, not reviews, but I'd seen the kind of like the scores. And that made me even more pumped up. And it, it delivered. I mean, we'll talk about it, but man, this movie was amazing. Sure was. 
uh, yeah, we'll get into it too. But I, the, I went with mom and my friend, um, and literally mom's your friend, <laughs> my friend, mom, your friend, mom. Um, no, and my friend and literally I was like smiling ear to ear throughout the entire movie and I was so happy to be watching it and I didn't even realize it but I'm very grateful um for this podcast because I'm excited I was um happy that we kind of recapped all the prior movies before watching it so um it made it even that much better I think well not all of them because you guys want to skip one big okay. one <laughs> no. well, before we get before we get into that I want to make it known that I was the first one of the group to see the movie. You were. I was surprised. Yeah, he went on a Friday night, right? Yeah. On a Friday. Yeah, Friday night. Nine forty-five show. And then he sent a spoiler, didn't he? I didn't see it, but Kai said that Shay sent a spoiler in like a message. I don't think I did. Oh yeah, on Instagram you sent something. No, I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe I missed it, but Shay, Kai's like, yeah, Shay, why'd you send that spoiler? Oh, he sent the he sent the run to me to read it. Oh, of like so, the first 20 people that it's definitely not the same i'm sure it yeah. was 10 like 10 reviews it was like it's 100 percent after 20 20 reviews like <laughs> that's not a spoiler that's good news um who directed it Bryn? all right so let's break down some of the stuff that i know shay doesn't like the director john watts he did the first two spider-man uh mc movies homecoming and far from home and I'll just say about him, man, he did three movies. He completed a trilogy in the MCU. I think he's the first director to do a trilogy wow. in the MCU. And all of them were good. Like, gotta give this guy credit. I mean, every one of these movies was a good film. Yeah. So I think he's going to stick around in the Marvel Universe. He's already been helmed or hired to direct the Fantastic Four movie. Oh. So, man, good on you, John Watts. What else has he done besides Spider-Man? That was his pretty his big her first big feature film. If you look him up on IMDb, you won't see much at all. Now, he did one like indie film or lesser known film before that, but yeah, Spider Man Homecoming was his big first film. Interesting. Yeah, and he's not that old. I think he's only thirty eight or nine. He's like my age. That's depressing. Depressing really with our lives. <laughs> so, yeah, he is an up and coming director. Um, to get especially this movie to get this right or right enough and not f it up and make it crowd pleasing and good is that was no easy task mm-hmm. yeah, there's a lot of moving parts so yeah i don't think sony is going to have the, the money to hire this guy because he's too good for him there there was there was a high propensity of screw up on this movie mm-hmm. uh, potential yeah yeah uh you know we've seen it in other we saw another spider-man movies with toby mcguire and andrew garfield when they started getting more and more villains and characters that you know they kind of just really fucked it up really to be honest quite bluntly yeah Mm -hmm. and we've seen other movies like outside of marvel with like dc like the first suicide squad where they have a bunch of different characters in one movie and it gets a little too much it gets a little busy and messy and um yeah you're right it had a a high potential like that. Yeah, it's tough to juggle all characters. Lucky for him, most of these characters have already been around. It wasn't like he had to reintroduce yeah. them for the mm-hmm. first time. Who's we'll move on to the composer, Michael Giacchino. Uh, this guy's legit too. He's an amazing composer. He's done a lot of films you guys know wow. and have heard of. Um, I wrote a few down here. Star Trek, Star Trek Into Darkness. Uh, he's worked with J.J. Abrams a lot. He did Rogue One. 
Jurassic World, um, both Jurassic World and Jurassic World with the last, the last one called Fallen Kingdom. Doctor Strange, Super 8. He's done a few Pixar movies like Up and The Incredibles. So Star Trek has a great score. So good on him. I, yeah. I think I think you could tell though that he is this experience and this good because it was it was done really well and that yeah, I did notice that when I was watching the movie that uh, the score was really good. He definitely. Oh, a great I'm glad you said that, Shakes. I think you usually don't appreciate the scores like, Look at like Shay. I do. Look at Shay learning. He's getting into the scores. A score, Look. as I always say, can make or break a film. It can enhance it. It can be okay. I don't, be I don't know if it could break it, but it could definitely. It can definitely make it. It can definitely help it and add to it. I want to actually see this guy in concert. He's one of them, one of the composers I would love to see in concert. Um, he hasn't done anything post COVID, but when he, when he starts doing it, if there's anything in SoCal, I'll be on the lookout for that. And if you ever walk through Disneyland and you hear that, um, that theme from up that goes around in your head a lot. He did that movie. He did that movie. Yeah. Listen, that movie is emotional terrorism and <laughs> loves to watch it. And I get so upset every time because the first five minutes with that music behind it is it makes me cry every time. So I, that song is so hard. And the song, right? Yeah. Yes. He does a great job. Good job, Michael Giacano. Giacano. <laughs> Giacchino. Giacchino. <laughs> So yeah, that's a director, that's a composer, um, both getting an A plus for this film and for their prior work. We'll move on to some of the actors. Are we oh, just gonna are, are we just dropping spoilers and I was gonna say everything everybody be damned? We're just if they listen to I was we, gonna say, is this the point where we say spoiler alert? Oh, I, this is this is a not a spoiler free podcast, just so you guys know. Yeah, but we should let people know. Hey, first of all, why are you listening to our podcast about this movie before the movie? Yeah, first of all. We'll but put it in the title that spoilers are included. Stop it right now and go watch the movie and then come on back. Come on back to us and we'll tell you who's in it. We're going to spoil the shit out of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> who's in it? Everybody. I'm so happy. Everybody. Yeah. Hey, why don't you go do some of the actors? Um, we have the returning recent Spider-Man and Peter Parker, Tom Holland. And his um, love interest slash, I would say sidekick, um, MJ Zendaya, who I think is in one- real life girlfriend. Yeah, they're uh, theoretically. I'm still not convinced it's not a PR stunt, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I love Zendaya. I Negative. Think she's one of the prettiest people, and I think she's just the coolest girl in the world. And if I was younger, I'd want to be just like her, but I'm too old for that now. Um, we have Dr. Strange returning as Benedict Cumberbatch um, with a... Cumberbatch. Love that name. With a, um, I feel like his facial hair and his hair style was very intense this movie, but that's also neither here nor there. <laughs> and then we have some new old faces. Yeah. Um, that's we got, right. We got Doc Ock. Played by the incredible Alfred Molina, um, much beloved in Spider-Man lore. Um, Electro slash Max Dillon, played by Jamie Foxx. Probably not so beloved in Spider-Man lore, but I think mm-hmm. he more, more than made up for it in this film. We have Norman Osborn and Green Goblin, played by Willem Dafoe, um, who hasn't been in a Spider-Man movie since 2002. Yeah, about 20 so, years. 
20 oh. years has gone by since he's played this role. Um, we welcome him with open arms. When I first heard of that guy, I'm like, I thought his name was William, but it's just Willem. Kind of original name, Willem. Willem. Yeah. Not William. Willem? Well, I know now, but like when you first kind of hear the actor, you just assume it's William because whose name is Willem? Anyways. Then we have Mae Parker reprising her role, um, Marissa Tomei, which is the hottest Aunt May that we have ever seen in the Spider-Man universe. Well, listen, I that may be debatable depending on who you are. Oh, so you you prefer Sally Fields or the other? No, I personally think she's the hottest, but right. Right. You know, maybe, how old you are? Maybe Sally Fields' uh, husband and people think that she's the hot. Who knows? You know, depends on your your demo. <laughs> okay, but we can all agree, like a sweeping declaration. We can all agree that Miss Marissa Tomei is a babe, right? Like she is hot. Her- yeah, she's she pretty good. I mean, Happy Hogan likes her. Iron Man likes her. She's won an Oscar, so yeah, we like some Marissa. Tomei. Good. If I look half as good as her at half that age, then I will be happy. But I won't, so I don't. Um, and then we have the um, spoilerist of all the spoilers, even though we all knew it was coming, except for Bryn, who wasn't sure it was going to happen. Um, we have Spider-Man played by Andrew Garfield and also Spider-Man played by Tommy Maguire. We got the trifecta in the house. And they're back. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Would you guys... Um... What did you guys think when they when they came on screen? We're kind of jumping ahead, but there's no format here. We'll just talk about whatever we want, whenever we want. And so let's just jump to that right now. When Toby and or Andrew came on screen, was there applause in the audience? Did you get chills? What was that like for you guys? There was absolutely applause in the audience. Everyone was stoked. Um, there is applause basically whenever any character like Willem Dafoe or... Um, Alfred Molina came on the screen, but when when we see Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire for the first time, the whole audience was cheering. It was so fun, and like I said, when we watched, we were talking about this before, and Bryn wasn't sure if they were going to come, and he was pissed that they weren't in the trailer. Wasn't it a more special experience to ha- see it for the first time in your theater seat? As opposed to in a trailer? Yeah! Yes, 100%. Yeah, I guess so. Um, the bigger issue I have is that, if we want to go there, that it was widely rumored, pretty much accepted that it's going to be in the movie, right? Like, So was it really, really a spoiler if like when they show up? I think as we knew they're going to be in it. It's just a matter of when they come out, how they come out, how much they're going to be in the movie. So I think what I would have liked to have seen is it would have been cool if they all three were like promoting the movie, you yeah. know? negative that would have i would have liked to seen that wouldn't you like to see First like no cares about movie promotion nobody gives a shit i guess about. it doesn't need the promotion because they, 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 they didn't money. need that but i would have liked to seen the three of them like on the tonight show or something or some kind of jimmy kimmel show like interacting and talking about the movie or even all three of them on the poster you know like that'd been cool you, do you see some kind of posters now with all of them on it uh, i think only like fan-made stuff nothing official it was no. definitely it was definitely better to have them not in the trailers and just show up day of or when you go watch it. That so was definitely and I think obviously the rumors were part of their media and promotions anyway. Pretty genius. And like how often do we get to experience real movie magic anymore where you're sitting and you get to experience something for the first time in a theater that you weren't sure about and it's just 
it's more fun. I think it's more fun to not know for sure and to have some surprises in films like that. Um, well, I, was, I was trying to say it wasn't for sure. You guys know, like, duh, they're obviously in it. So, what yeah, do you mean so for sure? was, it was I for sure. To, I wanted that. You, what do you mean? You said it wasn't for sure. You weren't even like, you're like, I don't know. I, don't right. know. I had some doubt, a little then, bit of doubt. There was no doubt. And you also cheated and asked someone that worked on the movie. <laughs> Wait. There were, there were no doubts, but it was cool that it was a cool experience. Can we talk about how Brent texted us and he was like, I, I spoke to someone who worked on the movie and Andrew Garfield and <laughs> Fire are definitely in it. And we're Shay and I go, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. That's yeah. what I'm saying to you. <laughs> We've been saying is that how can it's not really a spoiler if everybody already widely knows they're in the movie. No one's saying it's a spoiler. Right. It's a spoiler. It's just more magical to see it on the big screen for the first time as opposed to a trailer. You don't even like trailers, bro. You're like anti-trailer. I don't know why you're on this side of the argument. Yeah, there's too many trailers. That's another whole, whole other argument. Why not Why not at least some posters, though? Come on, give us some promotion with like no. Spider-Man in it. Like, that would have been badass. I like the way they did it. I, I mean, I think the way they did it was in the perfect. Was, was, was pretty much perfect. And they had Andrew Garfield going on shows denying it. That was funny too. Hilarious. Even he though fought, everyone he out denied it, yeah. Even even though everyone knew he was going to be in it. And Brent, as much as you say that you'd like a poster, whatever they did worked because this movie sold some damn. Oh yeah, it made lots and lots of money. It made over one billion gazillion trillion dollars. I, I don't think it's that much, it. to be honest. But yeah, uh, not yet. It's probably on track though. It's it's going up there. Is it the most? Um, Purchased Marvel movie? Is it the most box office, highest box office? Purchased? Whatever. Well, I think, um, no. I think it has like the second or third highest opening weekend. It's the biggest Sony movie um, that's already been established. It's huge either way. It's right up there with like one of the top movies openings. It's got to be the top opening within like the COVID world. Oh, for sure. So um they did a great job good job marketing team it's like they know what they're doing you know it's like they out like they have they, they do i would have done it differently that's all i'm saying but whatever i don't work for marvel yet you don't work for marvel <laughs> not yet i got good ideas on marvel come on they're like brin's like i got an idea a poster <laughs> poster have all three of them there not some fan art that looks pretty cool but like boom like they're all in it come see the movie Mind in a rock blown. You guys have never heard of posters before. I'm going to drop this knowledge on you. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk Anyways. a little bit about the film. There's a lot of twists and turns in it. Um, I, I loved it so much from the very beginning to the very end. Do you guys have anything that you didn't like about the film? Is there anything that sticks out that you're like, I wish they did that differently? Or are you just like fully on board? Best movie ever. There's there's one no, thing that there's, stuff. there's, there's stuff. one thing that really annoys me. No, Howard that, the Duck. Well, one, there's Two no Howard Duck or Peter Porker. But the other thing, it was Willem Dafoe's face, really. I, for some reason, when he does that, that weird uh, goblin face, I'm just like, oh, His on. smile. It's weird. It's just like too overdone. I'm just like, I can't. Thing, I think that that's just his face. It may be, but I just can't. I mean, that guy's old. And he's yeah. weird looking. But, but it's the weird thing with his eyes and like weird. It's like. That guy, if you just saw him walking down the street, like that guy's a villain. It's a bad guy. Yeah. Like, I'm staying away from that guy. He just looks bad. Like, could you ever see him like as like a, a leading man in a, in a romantic comedy? <laughs> mm, 
No. Funny thing, though, he did play Jesus Christ once in the movie. He did. He did. I don't know. Not my Jesus, but he's so he did play Jesus. Hashtag not my Jesus. <laughs> not my Jesus. No, I think there's... Here's the thing. I think when you build up a movie in your mind for such a long time, you kind of like think of ways it might play out. And so when you watch it, things kind of happen differently than maybe you imagined. But it's still good. It's still a good movie. So I think the second time I watch it, like I'm able to, to enjoy it even more because I kind of, I'm not like waiting for this or that to happen. I'm just going to enjoy the movie, how it's already made. Um, so yeah, there's things I think would have been different or could have been done how I wanted them to happen, but it worked. It was still a great movie. Here's something that stuck out to me and not necessarily something bad, but it was odd to me. Um, so the premise of the movie is that everyone knows Peter Parker's identity now uh, or Spider-Man's identity now. And so Peter Parker seeks out Dr. Strange for his help to cast a spell um, so that everybody forgets that he is Spider-Man. Right. Cause it's ruining his friends' lives. Like that it's really weird at school. He's so popular. And it's like, there's a few things that, that bothered me about mm-hmm. Dr. Strange in this movie. One, I feel like Dr. Strange was kind of a dick this entire film. And maybe that's leading up to him being a little mad in the next film. And he's kind of, he's kind of turning a little, um, evil or something's going on, but he wasn't the nicest guy. I mean, not that he was. And he's, he's never always. In, he's not. He's never the nicest guy. When he's always kind of like pompous and kind of like. Yeah, I don't know. Something was off about him to me. This film. Um, also, I don't understand why he wouldn't help them fix it all once it was messed up. Because he well, here, here's the thing. He was trying to fix it. He was trying to help them. They were all butthurt because they didn't get into MIT. Like, what's it's not the end of the world. You're still you're still best friends with Spider-Man. Get over it. But you know, he goes to Doctor Strange anyways for help. And don't you think Doctor Strange could have instead just cast a spell so they got into MIT? What are you talking about? Like that's not what? What? I'm just saying there's alternative. That's not ways. the reason. That's not the reason that the, that's why not why they're all butthurt. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. That's why Peter went to because he wanted. He felt like he has ruined his friend's life. Yeah, that was just part of. Yeah, but but the MIT part was such a small part. One, no, that was like the the straw that broke the camel's back. That was the straw that broke the camel's back first. Yeah, once they they were all disappointed. Then he went to go see. They were all getting arrested. No, but and there was a whole. There was so much backstory to it. And I know, but once that happened, like immediately after that moment happened, they were all sad. That's when he sought out Doctor Strange. He's like, "This is it." That was the moment that kind of. Yeah, but that wasn't the reason why. I feel like his scope could have been a little smaller, and he could have just helped MJ and oh, what's his other friend's name? Ned. 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 Um, as opposed to creating a whole spell on the whole world probably would have been yeah i mean we are we're nitpicking here no, but, but saying but, this is like a major but the problem whole re- but like the I'm whole reason they didn't get into the M- mit or all the other getting arrested it was all because everyone knew he was spider-man like mm-hmm. that was right it's That's bigger it was bigger than mit but it is bigger than mit it's, the the spell was to make everyone forget he just he wanted his friends to still know and his family to still know and happy and all those people still know but that obviously got messed up, but it was more about everybody knowing that he is Spider-Man that caused issues right, left and, and under like everywhere. Yeah. So, for his and, friends. And yeah. No, for every, for, for his friends, for his family, like everything. There's something that needs to be discussed here too, is when he's making the spell in the movie, it is presumed that it gets messed up because 
Peter keeps adding people that he wants to remember him. He said, oh no, I want um, MJ to remember me and I want Ned to remember me. And, oh, Aunt May needs to remember me too. And it's in the middle of his spell making and it gets all in the way and it kind of fucks up the spell, right? Mm-hmm. Do we think that it could have also had something to do with the timeline or the, the end of Loki happening at the same time? Uh, I thought that initially before the movie came out, but when I saw the movie, I'm like, no, they're not related. I, I don't know if I agree with that because there's a lot of same like coloring when we get, when we see like the dimensions kind of at the end of the film, it almost looks like the end of Loki um, with all those different um, timelines and stuff happening. So I feel like maybe it wasn't necessarily either of their faults. Maybe it was just something that would have happened either way with all the dement or all the different timelines coming to, to maybe. reality. I disagree, but it's a good theory. Well, agree to disagree. <laughs> agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. I don't know if they're going to cross over with the TV shows as much I mean, as you what might you? think. Wanda's like a major part of the they're, they're doing it in the next huge movie. No, but they're not going to go back. I don't think they're going to they're go back and talk about everything that happened and then WandaVision in the next movie. I mean, no, like it they're... mentioned here and there, but it's not like a big part of the plot of the next movie. Yeah, so but I the mean... whole reason that any of this is happening, I think, is because of what happened at the end of Loki. Mm-hmm. It opened up different multi That's what I thought too, but we haven't seen that yet in the movie. So that's what know. we just saw. But it's like a continuing theme with a lot of these movies, the multiverse of madness and Spider-Man No Way Home. I mean, like, why would they have introduced that in Loki without it having to do with something? I think the TV shows are just kind of extra story for like the big Marvel fans. I don't think you need to see them to still get the no, the continuation of, of the movies. No, you know what I'm saying? saying they're not going to be like lost at all. Like you can still I get. Say that they're going to be lost. No. I'm saying, do you think that the two are connected? As no, seen both. Negative. Well, then, and also, what if is seems to be directly connected to. The, ne- the next right the, but i'm saying it's it's not it's not part of like this story it's like they're like the what if it not, did not actually occur in like this movie storyline you know what i'm saying if that's a, if that's a, if that's the point you're making then why is matt murdoch in this film because he's daredevil <laughs> he's a well, that was a tv show, show. <laughs> yeah so what what are you saying what's your point he no one would if you haven't seen that tv show that cameo makes no sense to you right so why did they put him in the movie if it was just is you think it's just a cameo or do you think he's being brought back into the universe no he's brought back in the universe but i think they're not going to go back on all the stuff that happened in a netflix show as like part of like this storyline you know it's like a like it's not canon i guess it's a way of putting it so but yeah he is the marvel daredevil and he's the marvel matt murdoch but Whatever happened in in the Netflix show is not going to have like bearing, I think, on on this. You know what I'm saying? I think I respectfully disagree. I think that Kevin Feige um, is playing with the television shows and intertwining them with the movies a lot. We've seen it with, and we won't talk too much about it, but we've seen it with um, Yelena. Yelena coming back into Hawkeye. She was in the movie and now she's in a show. I think there's going to be lots of crossover and I think that they're all going to be, I see what you're saying of them not being super important, but I think that there is going to be a lot. Right, of- that's all I'm saying. I just think they're not super important to the movie storylines, but like the TV shows, like having those be um, kind of extra Marvel stuff for like the fans to enjoy and have their own storylines. But if you don't see them, you're not going to be lost in the movie well, storyline. Did, did you have to see the first two Spider-Man to enjoy this one? Yeah, of course. Why? 
Because it's Andrew and Toby. No, I mean, I mean the first two Tom Holland ones. Oh, yeah, definitely. Why? Because that sets up the whole story. Does it? Yes. Why? <laughs> Why are you guys drilling me here? No, are I'm you just saying... asking you. Why? I'm just... Because they're, they're you have the out. whole backstory of Peter and Happy and Matt May and uh, Ned and, uh, and Zendaya. I just think that I... Okay, I don't know what the hell you're talking about, but okay. I think that one... I'm saying, uh, you're saying you don't, for, to, to enjoy one or to, to have one, you don't need to see the other. Same thing. You don't have to see the first two Spider-Man, Tom Holland ones. Oh, to, I disagree. To, I think you need to see the two, the first two movies. Yeah. You could watch if somebody, I had somebody watch this and not see the other ones and they enjoyed it and I thought it was great. No, yeah. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. I think wow. you definitely should. Obviously, well, you obviously should. That's what, that's what we're trying to say is that they all are intertwined, even though they're separate. Right. Because obviously Wanda has a big role in this next movie or at least a, a starring role. Um, also, her fingertips are black in the train trailer, which is mm. a callback to the show. There's going to be overlap, and I think that a good Marvel student will have seen it all, and it's more enjoyable if you know it all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it'd be more enjoyable. I agree with that. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, you guys don't see what I see. It's fine. We'll just move on. Like, we, we don't agree on everything. It's weird. We don't have to agree on everything, but... Uh... You know, but you're wrong, and then but you're, you're wrong. You. <laughs> Gosh, but when you don't agree, you guys like get mad, like, oh my god, no like, one's no, mad, no. no one's mad. Oh, you're mad, you're mad, <laughs> oh, you're, mad. <laughs> you're mad, your voices go up, you're like mad, like, F you, you're wrong. See, well, you are wrong, but... <laughs> anyways, but I don't understand why Dr. Strange just said, just entrusts. To three 18 year olds to, to clean up this mess. Don't you think that he should have helped a little more? He literally says, Scooby Doo, this shit. Couldn't maybe just cast a spell that just let it, like, instead of the spell they cast, just had whatever Mysterio said not have happened? Like, and that spell too. That yeah. spell would have been just a lot simpler and just done everything, you know. I just wouldn't just trust. I wouldn't entrust the world's safety to three 18 year olds. I wouldn't entrust anything to three 18 year olds if it were me, because you yeah. are dumb teenagers, but that's just me. And I feel like uh, Dr. Strange should be smart enough or a good enough sorcerer to kind of make those tinkerings with a spell and not have like a whole multiverse explode. Right. But, you know, um, no movie. But you know why? You know why he didn't have Do you guys know mm. why? Because this isn't his movie. <laughs> mm comes down to he's like i'll see you in my film <laughs> goodbye <laughs> so anyways he casts a spell then all these villains start popping up from other universes the reason they come up is because they know that peter parker is spider-man right right i got a little fuzzy on those details what do you mean so the spell went wrong and now i don't understand why they came back <laughs> remind me they said because the spell was to make people forget that peter parker was spider-man but then it got messed up it brought back villains who knew that peter parker was spider-man mm -hmm. into this universe again i think it is a little hazy as well right it's hard when but, we only see it one time right because it's like wait i forgot what happened um speaking of all the villains that came back i mean we see doc ock we see green goblin we see sandman we see electro Mm -hmm. am, I missing? am i missing somebody anyways who was your fave what was your favorite moment in terms of a return of a villain doc ock for sure for me when he comes back and they have that battle on the bridge and yeah then he discovers cool. that 
you know, he, he soon discovers that this is not the Peter that he knows. And it really threw him for a loop. And you know, that was a pretty cool intro to, to what's going on. Really only Doc Ock and Electro got kind of a big intro back. Mm-hmm. Like you see Goblin, then like the, the scene changes. And then while they go to the, to where the, the holding cell is, the lizard's already there. So you don't really see him mm-hmm. come in and like have any kind of big intro. But yeah, I think Doc Ock was the biggest one and probably the most appropriate one. You know, I really enjoyed Doc Ock's story arc in this film and how he almost was, um, it was like an anti-hero. It was a redemption story for me, him, because he was such a loved, beloved character. So he kind of finally got to play the hero in this movie, which was fun to see. It was a cool way um, of tying the story together that, that they wanted to fix them instead of just sending them back to their... Um, universes to die I thought that was really interesting and I was kind of wondering what was going to happen with all that because you know we knew they were coming back we knew that Spider-Man were coming back but we didn't really know the um, whys and hows of it all so as soon as they started saying we're going to fix you I was like that's not going to go well for Green Goblin yeah (laughs) well first Peter's tasked to like capture all of them right and bring him back to the Sanctum Centaurum and the holding cell and so once they're all back, Dr. Strange can send them back using a spell to their own universe. But the, the crux of it is they do kind of capture all of them, but Peter doesn't want to send them back because he knows they'll die or he's told that they'll die. Mm-hmm. So he kind of has a soft spot. I don't know if I bought that as much. The whole like Peter, you know, wants to kind of help them and not let them die and cure them. Like, yeah. Again, I'm not sure if I bought the whole part of the story again i'm, I'm nitpicking on this movie but it. it seemed kind of it's kind of weird to me that he's trying to help it's a good it's a good moral it's a good moral thing to compass. do yeah it's a good way for the hero to act or behave but I it's think a little it weird a tie back to aunt may and the guidance that he's kind of gotten from aunt mm-hmm. may along the way um and hit her kind of guidance when she meets green goblin for the first time and he almost seems seems senile and lost to her and she was kind of like you need to help them and that kind of is echoed in his mind you know throughout the rest of the film which is why he ends up trying to save them instead of sending them back and then also unfortunately leads to the even more painful demise that is uh, spoiler alert uh, aunt may dies um, such a bummer um it's interesting too because comparing the three movies where we have seen um uncle ben die twice you were wondering if that was going to happen in this storyline or had it already happened or what was what was going to be that big loss that this spider-man felt and it kind of was like okay this is and she even says in this film with great power comes great responsibility Mm -hmm. the famous line so she was almost like the moral compass instead of uncle ben for yeah it was i mean yeah it was really i mean it was a, a pretty good emotional scene when that when that happened it was it was well done when she did die it was it was handled correctly you know in the movie <laughs> i cried i don't know if i cried i was definitely getting a little teary-eyed i don't know i, I didn't expect her to die i don't think so it was definitely i didn't expect her to die either yeah i didn't i didn't i didn't that wasn't that wasn't part of my that, that would have been a spoiler like hey guess what did you know aunt may dies like that what? wasn't a trailer that would have been a <laughs> there was no poster about it i didn't know no. <laughs> but i guess if you think about it like in a certain way peter was right i mean these guys he didn't know them they didn't do anything to him so he 
wants to help them. He doesn't want them to die because, you know, he's, he's a good guy. So it, it, kind of, it does kind of make sense why well, he's but, trying to help them, but like, yeah. yeah. The Aunt May dying. Uh, I mean, that was a major influencer of what brought all three Spider-Man together as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, they had, they had that moment of, Oh, you know, Uncle Ben died, Uncle Ben died, Uncle Ben died, and Aunt May died, and they all kind of, and they all had said the same type of stuff, and so they kind of all, you know, had that similar feeling, yeah, and and kind of brought them together to to really you know, move forward. Yeah, yeah, it's a big turning point in the movie because she dies, you know, Peter is just all messed up about it, and then his friends they're trying to find Peter and in finding Peter, they actually find the other Spider-Man. Ned uses the Dr. Strange. Uh, Can we talk about Ned for a second? Yeah. That's great. What the, what the, is he's like, he's in magic now. Like he's like, he's yeah. a wizard now. I guess pretty <laughs> wizard, Ned. <laughs> um, I think he's a man in a chair. He's got powers in his like family history that he's like, Oh, there's magic in my family history. And then he gets the wearing and he's like, Oh, there really is magic. Yeah. <laughs> the sling ring. Is it called the sling ring? Yeah. yeah that, like that was pretty funny. I feel like he's going to probably explore those magical powers probably in the next few movies. Yeah. Um, but can, I need to talk about how this is when I had like the most smiles on my face is anytime Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire opened their mouths in this film. Mm-hmm. The writing was impeccable. <laughs> and I don't know if that's just because we are uber nerds and also we've just seen those movies, but I was just like, <gasps> like every time that they joked together or they like had banter, um, especially when all three of them are together, it was movie gold. I, I ate it up. I, I don't love Tobey Maguire. Um, but you love him here. He, he kind of annoys me. I don't know. It's the way he talks <laughs> and acts and whatever. But Andrew Garfield was gold to me. He is um, gold. He was great. And you he know, I don't know. Tobey Maguire just kind of. I mean, Andrew Garfield whatever. is not that far removed from his movies. You can definitely tell that Toby is has aged <laughs> 20, 20 years or so. He's he still yeah. looks pretty good shape. He doesn't come out with a you know a dad bod or anything, but. He definitely looks older. CGI, bro. It, it is what it is. We all get older, and so does Spider Man. And he was, uh, he was good too. I think Andrew Garfield good, but kind of stole this, stole this show a little bit more. But yeah. you know, Toby was good. Garfield, even in the scenes with all three of them, stole the show. And it's not surprising to me that he might be getting another movie because, yeah, he was so lovable in this film. Um, there's so many quotable pieces from when they're together. They did a fantastic. Well, it was cool when was they like when they came in in that first part when they come in to first Andrew then Toby and they have that scene there with um with Ned and MJ and is it Ned's grandmother? It's kind of mm-hmm. funny. Mm-hmm. But the scene after that is really good, well done too. Where you see in Peter, you see no, no. Uh, before that, when Tom Tom Holland's Peter's on the rooftop, he's like oh, just yeah. m- m- emotional wreck, right? And then his friends come in and they embrace. I almost cried there that all three of them are like hugging mm-hmm. and Peter's crying and they'll say, Hey, we have some people mm-hmm. or we have somebody to, sh- I don't know what they said. Like there's somebody here to see you. And then all three of them are there. And the other two are like trying to encourage him and like lift him up, mm-hmm. you know, and they have their own stories and their own um, experience of loss 
that was really cool that they all shared together in that in that scene. Oh, well, yeah. and it showed there, you know, they have that they've already went through this experience. Mm-hmm. Um, those two, you know, with the loss of Ben, and they've learned from it, and you know, gone the vengeance route some of them, and gone like different routes, and you know, learned from that experience, and are trying to yeah help him. It was know, great through it, and also not turn into. Yeah, that, that was a great part. And then that moved to like more of like the lighthearted stuff in yeah. the lab. I think when you're operating from a place of loss, heavy loss, <clears throat> it helps to know that people, there are people that have gone through what you've gone yeah. through, regardless of, you know, the exact thing you've gone through. But um, <clears throat> I think that that was a beautiful scene just because anybody going through loss likes to have that connection because it's so isolating. You feel like you're the only one that's ever experienced it. Um, so it was beautiful. Yeah, it was a beautiful scene, but I can't, when I tell you, I couldn't stop smiling every time there was a joke about all three of them. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Uh, I, I was told you are so happy right now. <laughs> I was like, I know it's so cute. <laughs> like, I, I, I do want to go back to that scene real quick though. I, they, you know, like the main purpose of that was to not have Tom go the, um, Darth Vader route like, go to the dark and side. turn to the dark side. Like that was like the main because he was going there. He was yeah. maybe going. Yeah. And didn't Andrew out. say he kind of went there? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He said, yeah, I got, you know, they got really angry. He talks about what happened after Gwen yeah. died. Yeah. I mean, who better to lift you up than yourself? Another version yeah. of yourself, right? And then we go to the lab scene, which was mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, yeah, that was more funny, kind of, like I said, lighthearted. There were some comedy moments cool. there. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember some of those quote, quotes, but I can't remember them. But the um, final scene when they're all just like bantering and... It was great. And I, I kind of wish we had more of it. Maybe it's just enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I left I'm you... Like, I, I mean, watch more movies with the three. Yeah, the three of them, we want more of them. And hopefully they're not, they're going to have more, you know, films or, or interaction ahead. But yeah, a quick question too. Going back a little bit to the Matt Murdoch scene. Mm-hmm. I thought that was too little or underutilized as well. Like he yeah. was just there. You don't see how they met him, where they, you know, how they ended up in that room or whatever, but he never pops up again in the movie. I thought maybe in the end, he'd show up as Daredevil and help them out. But I wonder, I wonder if some of it got edited out. Maybe. Cause it's kind of, wonder, it's, a little, it's a, a little random, right? A little yeah, it's, it's a little random, but it, you know, I think it's cool bringing them back into the MCU and like into the movies. We have had that happen in Marvel movies before where we just see like a hint of a character and then we don't really see. Yeah. It. Yeah. I, 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 I would bet there was a, some sort of scene of something where he does something or a scene of him. I don't know. Something like where. You know, yeah. Like I've been mentioned cool him like, or mentioned daredevil. Or men- he I, walks I into the room like, Hey Peter, I heard you need a lawyer or something like that. Yeah. And they have this kind of scene. Um, obviously it was there to establish Charlie Cox as Matt Morrock in the MCU or, or this MCU. <sighs> But it was it left me wanting more than just like a little. Where scene. where are we going to see him next? Good question. I think he'll definitely pop up in some TV shows and yeah. probably some movies. I don't know, We've like Avengers type stuff. Character from Daredevil. I won't say much else. I won't say much else. But we've seen another character from that show pop up recently. Um, so obviously they're laying some kind of groundwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'll be a movie. I think it'll be maybe another show. Of some no, but listen, I think I'll be in both. There's going to be, there's a whole new crop of Avengers coming up. So maybe, you know, and how many, an end game, how many superheroes were there? Lots. 
Yeah, Shit. and it's working towards a film of that proportion, Similar, yeah. you know, at some point. And the, so, first time, the first time Tom Holland was brought on screen as Spider-Man wasn't even his own movie. It was um, Civil War, and it was right. with maybe five minutes of screen time. So it's much, it's not with the, out of the realm of possibilities that he'll be brought back. Yeah, he'll be back in some. In yeah, some... he'll be back. Um, it was good to have him at least there for a little bit. It, the crowd went, you know, theater went nuts and whatnot, but yeah, do you think we'll also get some Jessica Jones coming back in or Luke Cage? So. We, we, I mean, possibilities are endless. We never know. Possibilities are endless. I hope they do Jessica, Jessica Jones. I could go without Luke Cage and uh, what's his name? Fist of Iron Fury. Fist. <laughs> okay, so in, I know we're not talking about it yet, but in Hawkeye, she goes to like to this hideout apartment. Like it's like her aunt's apartment or something. And I swear to God, that hallway looks exactly like the Jessica Jones hallway. And I couldn't find anything about it on the internet because I literally Googled it after. Interesting. But I saw something. I saw like a um, Instagram post or something about that. Yeah, it looks, it looks exactly like that hallway. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it could but, be. I mean, Jessica Jones was a great series. Um, Luke Cage was not bad. Iron Fist was not the best. Iron Fist. Defenders was not bad. The team up one. Oh, Defenders was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, and God, I feel like it's been forever. but It has been. I really enjoy Jessica Jones and we can always um, welcome more female. Yeah. And Charlie Cox is a, a great uh, daredevil, so Matt Murdock. Oh, so good. I think we're excited to see more of him. And I guess I should appreciate the little that I got in this movie. But anyways, um, we can let's fast forward the, back to like, the. I feel like we go, let's, let's just kind of go to the last, you know, fight scene and, you know, kind of dive in there and. Yeah. I let's, think let's go back. So when they yeah. go back to the what is it, the Statue of Liberty? They go to back Statue of Liberty. They're all in their suit, which is pretty cool. They're all uh, in their own suits, you know, which is which is mm-hmm. cool. You get my to friend see. was like, my friend was like, why is it always at a construction site? <laughs> <laughs> they had the scaffolding to like flip around on. And I was like, it's because, and I like literally thought about it for like five minutes. And I was like, oh, it's because there's no civilians at construction sites. Mm-hmm. Like, That's a good idea too. You're right. Area. I never thought about that. Yeah, I do wish Toby was not Toby. Andrew was wearing his first Spider-Man outfit, not the second one, but that's neither here nor there. A little bit of a minor detail. Didn't care but, about that. Um, it was interesting to see them start fighting, and they were kind of an, all a mess at first. Mm-hmm. Like they were all used to fighting on their own, and then they kind of learned to work together. Um, Bryn, I hate to break it to you, but we were right about them being edited out of that trailer. <laughs> Yes, you were right about that. You're right about that. <laughs> and I it rewatched was... that trailer. I'm like, those guys are going like yeah. the opposite direction of that Spider-Man. <laughs> There's no way he's fighting all three of them. They shouldn't even have shown that in the trailer. Because that was like a pretty like epic part of the fight scene. Like they should just say that for the movie, yo. Were, hold on. Were, were, were you um one thing I was disappointed in in general of the movie was that we didn't get six. No, yeah, I remember you guys were like, "It's got to be six. It's got to be six. Got I, was like, I was like, "No, it's probably not six. It's just right these guys." You know, I have a bet at a bar with someone that's a post-it on a wall because I overheard him talking about uh, Marvel, and then we started having a debate about new Spider-Man movie, and I was like, "It's gonna be Venom." He's like, "It's gonna, it's gonna be a Sinister Six, but who's it gonna be?" And I literally bet him. I bet Venom and he bet anybody but Venom. <laughs> Five dollars. But I feel you like both lose. Lost. 
right? Because well, I don't know. Technically, Venom was in the movie. Yeah, he is it. He is in the movie. But the weird thing too about Venom is that the other villains were brought in because they knew Peter Parker was Spider Man, but Tom Hardy's Venom doesn't really you know that. You don't care. He wasn't really movie. brought in, but he. Was he brought in or was he just shifted around in some timeline thing? I, I think know. he shifted because of Loki. Oh, mm-hmm. going back to the whole TV show thing. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah. So that whole that whole scene where all the villains are there and the Spider-Man are swinging towards them. Like that was great. Again, should not have been in the, tra- in the trailer, but definitely worked for the movie. They put all three of them in. And then They're it doesn't really go as well, right? And they decide like, oh, we got to start working together. And the fight starts to go their way. Oh, we also need to talk about how um, to- Tom and Andrew ask Toby about if he ever or how he produces the web argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, one of them says, "Does it anywhere? Any? Any? Uh, does it ever come out of anywhere else?" <laughs> and he's like, "No." <laughs> and, and Toby complains about his back. Yeah. yeah, he like stretches, stretches before the yeah. fight. Which is funny because it kind of it kind of brings it back to um a spider into the spider-verse where you got the old beat up spider the old spider-man and he's yeah, and that guy's got a belly out of he's shape like, and he's like, body. Oh, his, his body hurts and you know, just older. So you know, that gave me shades yeah. of that. Um, you think about it, like a lot happened the last 30, 45 minutes of the movie yeah, with I, I, all I, three of them on screen and them talking to each other and then like the fight scenes, like, wow, it's like, I can't wait to rewatch it. I, I do think one of the best parts of this last scene, um, and for some reason it's not on your timeline um, or your your outline, I mean. It's on my alternative timeline. It's on your multiverse t- timeline. But I think a, a huge part of this you know, scene is the saving of MJ. Yep. Um, yes. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Don't and, you worry. And it's, you know, obviously, uh, Andrew Garfield talks about the loss of um, Gwen wow. and how he couldn't save her. And it was such a hard thing. And it was, you know, it was kind of an emotional time when he started talking about that. And then to have him be the one that saves MJ here is, I mean, the art, the theater I was in actually you know erupted and yeah they were stoked so that was cool. that was a very cool scene and very emotional and he was emotional because yeah you know, he knew yes, what that was gold that was um, pretty awesome i asked aaron at some point after me like did you cry like any part like when, when aunt may died she's like no but i cried when when andrew <laughs> saved mj i was like yeah i think i almost did too because it was like <laughs> So yeah, good. it was just it was such a you know well or Toby or Tom's going after him and he gets hit and then uh, Andrew kind of saves the day and you know it's a it's a big weight almost lifted off of his chest and it's a really emotional uh, you know moment for him you know which sends him back to you know his Gwen Stacy yeah moment, which I just didn't go well feel like rarely does a movie give you all the things that you wanted to give you. And this movie just like served up what all like Spider Man. De- yeah, it delivered. It delivered in its, its own fun. way. Um, it definitely delivered. Um, yeah, that scene was that scene was great. And well, I have something else I want to say, but maybe it's a little off topic. Um, Go for it. That's kind of what we do. It was crossing across my mind um, just now, but we didn't really talk about J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about how the movie delivered one kind of criticism too. I thought they could have used him like having have more interaction with like 
Spider-Man or Peter Parker. He was just kind of always like on the TV screen, like ranting and talking, but never really had any interaction with the characters. Right. I just don't think there was enough time for all that. Maybe it got cut. Maybe Maybe it got cut. Or or maybe they're just planning for the TV show spinoff here. Yeah. He didn't really do that much. Anyways. Jonah Jameson network spinoff. Yeah. And he's not like, he's not the editor of a newspaper, which is, I guess, cool for the, to update it for today's times. He just Uh has that like, Blog. That, that blog or that TV show he does that he kind of just goes everywhere. Yeah, it's definitely a different, it's a, you know, more 2020 vibe than a newspaper. That's yeah, 2021, yeah. bro. It's actually exactly. going to be 2022. Oh God, end of the year. <laughs> uh, I mean, what? I don't know how much we want to go into. I mean, they they save the day. They do save the day. They, they work together. Um, so we should say Doc Ock kind of comes back and helps them because he's his his inhibitor chip has been fixed so he's not so maniacal and he kind of helps them win the battle and you guys want to talk about kind of the last scene between peter and and the goblin yeah Yeah. before we get there we didn't really ever touch on did you guys enjoy this iteration of jamie fox as electro way better yeah yeah um yeah, it was totally fine. I thought uh, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, he was kind of too silly looking with the mm-hmm, whole the, the come over. And as you mentioned, oh, like, you don't have a come over. Yeah. Yeah, he's too much of a like a nerdy, dorky guy. Um, which is which is kind of why he didn't want to be fixed. He was like, damn, I like who I am now. Like, I look good. I'm not, I'm not a nerd dude anymore. I'm like, I'm ready to go. So mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good. It was tough because there's so many other good villain, you know, actors and roles playing out at the same time. Like I think he gets a little bit overshadowed, overshadowed by Alfred Molina and and Willem Dafoe, but like he did good. I also think that it's interesting, just so to touch on like the villains a little bit before we wrap up. Um, like some of their intentions were not so clear to me. I understood Willem Dafoe, or I understood Great Goblin's intentions because he didn't want to be um, reformed, and I understood. Uh, Doc Ock's intentions because he did want to be reformed but Sandman and Lizard seemed like they were just down for whatever <laughs> yeah. yeah you don't get into much of that like Sandman wrong. he wasn't really like a bad guy necessarily no there's only and so Lizard much they could like, do let's go Lizard's just kind of like in the background I think even in the the scene where they're in um is it Happy's apartment Lizard's mm-hmm. just chilling like in a car um but yeah, they're kind of not at the forefront of the stories as much. I could tell too with Goblin, like I'm like, dude, this guy's gonna come back and f you. Like you can't trust the Goblin oh, yeah. to just be. He's be literally cool. like he's literally like a he's, psychopath. Yeah, because <laughs> he's mentally ill, which is why May wanted to help him because he is mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I'm like I'm just waiting for that. She to didn't. Happen she didn't realize like, how mentally ill he was, um, how dangerous also- he would be, but we can also go back real quick that scene where um, Tom is using his peter tingle and he's trying to figure out which bad guy is gonna betray him he's mm-hmm. like oh it's one of them it's such a cool Can scene figure it out yeah yeah mm-hmm. it's like he's like looking at each of them and like is it you yeah. uh but anyways i just thought i thought jamie fox did a great job i thought that was i thought it was much much improved and i also thought sandman and lizard were just kind of there for fun right like they didn't do much and they're, and, part of, they're part of storyline. I mean, yeah. they brought the, the multiverses together. and Yeah, I think that the Willem Dafoe and Alfred Molina. Yeah, they were the lead villains for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
I thought initially before the movie, like, yeah, so there's like five of them. So obviously there's three Spider-Man. I'm sure Matt Murdock's going to come back and help them in the end. Doctor Strange will come back and help them in the end. Doctor Strange does come back, but like he, he's not able to like help them fight. He's like working on keeping a spell yeah. from like... He's trying to keep everybody else out. So yeah. what's happening at the end? So, so... <laughs> Time, as I feel like the multiverses are still, you know, cracking and coming, people are coming in. I, I think... Yeah, it's like happening on a grander scale and he's trying to contain it from like even more like Spider-Man villains coming in. And Which like, was so interesting to watch because every time they showed like little blurred visions of villains, I'm like, that's somebody we yeah, know. I feel like I saw the Watcher at some point. Yeah, I saw the Watcher too. Yeah. I saw the Rhino in there. I need to look up the Easter eggs. I didn't even do that before this podcast. Yeah. I'm sure there's a ton yeah. of Easter eggs in this film. So, so they save the day. Um, yeah. It comes down to Tom Holland versus Willem, uh, the Goblin, Willem, who obviously, you know, now that we know he killed Aunt May, so this really ties into the vengeance part of what Toby and Andrew were were guiding him against, and uh, you know that they get and they understand and, and it does not to not go to the dark side to not turn into vader whatever it may be but you know he's got he's got uh the green goblin and he's got this big piece of metal that he's about to you know just off him with f him up yep and before he kills him he gets well peter pretty much kicks his ass and he's about to kill him are we are we okay to talk about this this is what is all right right <laughs> Yeah, if you already got, if you already made this far, then we're way yeah. past spoilers. Yeah, we're like to the end of the movie. So before he ki- he's about to kill Green Goblin, Toby steps in and like stops him, and then Toby gets stabbed by Green Goblin. Yeah. Did you guys think for a second like is Toby gonna die? I thought here? so. Yeah, I thought so. I thought so too. I'm glad he did though. But that was gonna be so. a moment. I really liked the the things that he's like. I've been stabbed before. Yeah. <laughs> like it kind of makes me wonder, like, did they did they shoot a version where Toby dies? Maybe. And then, like, tested that along with the other version where he doesn't die and just see which one, like, played out better? Maybe. Maybe they did. I wouldn't be... They they, they do that all the time. Always surprised. So, yeah. Uh, he's, he, the movie. That was how they always intended. He, it couldn't he's, be. He's just like, he's I've been stabbed before. He stopped him from killing him. And then they work together and they get him the, the antidote and... He throws mm-hmm. it to Tom, and Tom heals him instead of killing him. So it's a yeah. big turning point in potentially his, you know, life and in, in his direction. He also aggressively stabs him in the throat with that. <laughs> well, what if he like killed him he, on accident? He, just he like, got, he got, you know, he's like, if I'm gonna heal this guy, I'm gonna at least get a shot in. Yeah, screw you. Take that to the vein right there. Oh, you died. Too bad. You don't administer shots like that. I don't yeah. think. Um. So. Towards the end, basically everything is all wrapped up except for all these millions of villains that are coming back. And Tom Holland's Peter Man, Peter Man, Peter Man, <laughs> Tom Holland's Peter Parker suggests that instead of trying to keep everyone out, <coughs> create a universe where nobody knows that Peter Parker is Spider Man, right? Yeah. Nobody knows. Instead of what he was trying to accomplish at the beginning of the film, which confuses me a little bit because then I'm like, what happens to these guys once they go back to their their chill and then their universe? We don't need to worry about Or does Dr. Strange, is Dr. Strange going to even remember who Peter Parker was? No, he's not. 
It was very mind bendy. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see the next TV show. <laughs> it's hard. You don't have to watch the TV show <laughs> if you want to just watch the movies. It's okay. Which is unfortunate because um, it seems like we could have just avoided this whole thing if you would have just done that in the first place, Peter. But you were. Yeah everything yeah so he kind of sacrifices his identity to save the spell and basically nobody's gonna ever know that peter parker existed but like but like happy knows peter parker and happy knows spider-man but he doesn't know that they're the same person anymore or like may knows oh wait all may's dead um (laughs) like some people have met both peter parker and yeah he well he's heard of spider-man but yeah but he, he didn't recognize peter no, he doesn't know peter he doesn't know who peter he's is like how do you know aunt may yeah it's like well my oh, aunt right, 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 right. Okay. i get a little confused when it yeah. goes to this type of thing it kind of resets peter's like, story completely you know yeah. for the next movies because like nobody knows who he is so it's kind of like a whole new and nobody knows peter yeah exactly peter's you know literally and unknown to every single person. Okay, Spider-Man, so Spider-Man still. Parker is. That's no, people know that Spider-Man exists is, is in there, but nobody knows. Nobody Peter knows. Parker. Peter, Peter Parker is. just got uh, deleted from the Matrix. Boasted. Um. Yeah. I mean, geez, Louise, guys. I don't know if you could ask for, especially you two Spider-Man nerds. I don't know if you could ask for anything better in a Spider-Man. I don't know. You could ask for something really cool. Was this last Spider-Man suit that he had? It was super cool. He does create a very new Spider-Man suit at the end. A very new, but very um, retro. I don't remember it. <laughs> Did you not see that part? It's like the very, very end. First, you see like he goes to back to see his friends. His friends don't know who he is, so it's kind of whatever sad. But then you see him. I don't know how long it is later after that. Um, how much and time has passed? Like, but he's yeah. like in New York at Rockefeller Center and his like apartment or something. And he swings out in a new enhanced office okay. enhanced but a new spider-man suit that he like made. light blue oh, it's like, like it's... shiny i thought yeah. it was shiny. Yeah, yeah. i thought it was too shiny it and the was... emblem is different it's a little then... shiny but it's like it kind of rocks the light blue like you know lighter blue like you've seen in cartoons and some other stuff you know what it reminded yeah. me of it reminded me of like an ice skating costume <laughs> <laughs> so there's that like um blades of thunder yeah. is what that show movie was yeah <laughs> it was right. little, little i read shiny. somewhere like he did the emblem as a tribute to the other spider-man that he encountered spider-man which is kind of cool to think about i guess because he changed it up so then let's go to the mid-credit scene with our boy uh what's his name venom i don't um, understand eddie brock i don't understand why this was a mid-credit scene i don't understand why he was in this movie at all i don't understand why it was even brought up i just don't get it if he wasn't in the movie what was the point of it all you know what i'm saying well to build feel- to build towards <laughs> something yeah I think it's building towards something and I think they're leaving it where one, he's going to have his own, he's going back to his kind of multiverses universe, but also there's part of this Venom uh, symbiote that's left in Peter's world. So who knows? Yeah, so maybe what, there's a new Venom that pops up. Yeah. Who knows who's going to pop up there and MCU. He literally popped up and then popped out essentially. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, yeah, he's there for a, a quick drink at the bar. And trying to figure out what's going on in this timeline. Like they talk about Thanos and whatnot. And then he's like, oh, great, I'm disappearing again. I so, thought it was kind of a lame after credit scene, to be honest. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Because it could lead to a new Venom in MCO, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, I think it probably had more to do with Sony kind of building towards their side of things, um, their timeline. But maybe since that little piece was left, there's going to be something that happens in the in the Tom timeline. And yeah. 
Yeah, there's going to be more Venom. I think the, the idea of kind of having Tom Hardy's Venom maybe fight Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man is kind of cool to think about. Maybe right. their universe is the same. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's going to happen. Um, yeah. And obviously there's going to be more of the Sony villains like Morbius coming out and other movies like that. So Yeah, there's going to be a lot going on there. There's there's a lot happening in multiple timelines, multiple universes. Hopefully they don't mess it up. Don't F it up. I mean, they already kind of did with Venom, but that's fine. Yeah. All right. Well, I did add to to the to the outline here. Uh, one thing I kind of wanted to ask when we go to our, you know, post synopsis, you know, stuff is that what was your favorite movie of this trilogy? This the C3? Trilogy? Yeah. I, I I added that right now. What's your what's your favorite of these three? This one. Yeah, this one. This one for sure. Obviously. Uh. <laughs> this, this one too. <laughs> it's really good. It's really good. Do you expect any of us to say no? Yeah, but you know, still, there's, there's not always is the second or third one, you know, good or better than the first. But I mean, it's a pretty damn well, awesome. I just yeah. feel like not every movie rewards us nerds for yeah. doing our homework and being loyal spider-man fans for over 20 years so well this one had the, the very avengers civil war you yeah. know feeling of so many so many people and but they didn't mess it up yeah. it was pretty cool. and like it's a long time in the making it was just really special and yeah it's almost kind of like a nod to like the whole spider-man lore and the whole spider-man yeah. fan base and it's like how do you even top this like how are you going to create even better spider-man with this yeah. Spider movie. Yeah. Um, right. I don't know. I don't know that you can. Um, but task. I think it was phenomenal. Let me ask you a quick question. Um, what would you like to see as a next Spider-Man movie, like or team up? Do you want it to be like a movie about Tom and like Daredevil, or Tom and Deadpool? Like, what would be a cool like crossover, or a cool like movie that you would like to see next? Well, with either anybody, actor, anybody in Deadpool, I want to see. I was gonna say Tom, Tom's naivety and Deadpool's crassness would be an excellent pairing. It'd be pretty funny, actually. The, the yeah. banter would be pretty funny. Yeah, they would be have great banter. Um, because I don't necessarily, I didn't necessarily like um the chemistry between Benedict Cumberbatch and Tom Holland. Um, but someone like um Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland could be a great yeah. I think that'd be cool to see them in that'd the same. And I think cool. they do have some, you know, a lot of crossover in the comics as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and we all agree we got more Andrew as well. So yeah, give us what you want. I also, I also want more um, Daredevil. So yes, yes, yes. All right. Um, who That's... was the MVP of Spider-Man No Way Home? I'm going first. I'll go first. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go first. Okay. We can all have the same one. Let's go at the same time. One, two, three, go. No. Andrew Garfield. Ned. <laughs> Ned. <laughs> um, um, can you elaborate that on that guy? I just say, yeah, he's good. No, Andrew Garfield. Listen, I wasn't even that into those movies. Um, yeah, thanks to me, I'm like telling you these movies are good. And you're like, oh, they are good. To the current Spider-Man and the original Spider-Man, Andrew Garfield fell short. But in this movie... He stole every damn scene he was in, that boy. Good job, Andrew Garfield. I'm proud of you. He did. Pretty yeah. good. You're a good spider. He's a good actor. Have you guys seen um, the Netflix movie Tick, Tick, Boom? I haven't seen no. it yet for good things. I haven't seen it yet. Probably it's um, it's kind of like a musical, so that's kind of the, the tone of it. But Andrew Garfield, 
acts the hell out of that movie and he sings the hell out of that movie. So if you want to get more Andrew Garfield in your life, highly recommended to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. He's got some Oscar buzz for that movie, I think, right? He does. He does indeed. And it's um, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh, and, she's yeah. watching it. Uh, Shay's gonna just skip over that part. But um, I uh, you should watch it. An Oscar for this movie. Let's just say that. Good job. Andy. Oh, on that note, there was I did see something online, but they're kind of pushing like a campaign to have this nominated as a best picture um, a nominee for the I don't Oscars. About that. I There's don't know no about way that. it'll win best picture. It won't win, but to, if it was nominated, It'd be fun. I could maybe see that. Wouldn't be the unheard of. I mean, Black Panther got nominated. I was excited when WandaVision was nominated for Best TV Show, so I'm all for superhero movies finally getting their day on day on award shows. So let's let's Ned. go back to the real MVP. Okay, I'm here for it. Aunt May. Obviously, obviously, it's Ned. I don't know how this is even a debatable topic of this of this podcast right now. Um, Ned is a is a damn wizard out of nowhere. He's right. his That's wizardry true. is is just enacted but two we don't have andrew or toby without ned mm. Ooh. you're right ned, ned is the man and without toby and andrew this goes a whole different the whole different path of a movie you're right when you're right you're right and you are right you know it is a key tom tom may get vengeful may start killing everybody like it's just it's, it's balances out the universe Thank you, Ned. MVP. Thank you, Ned. And he's just so cute, that Ned. It's so Good lovely. job. Good job, Ned. All right, Brian. Did I steal your MVP? I can't I can't disagree with you, Kai. He's uh he's the MVP for all the reasons we've already talked about. If I had to pick another one though, honorable mention, I'll go Alfred Molina. He's yeah. good. He's good. Yeah. He's good. Because okay. he's good. He's what good. would you guys rate it out of 10? Nine point six i go 9.5 all right one dollar uh, bob oh my lanta um 9.56 9. <laughs> one <laughs> i'm gonna say 9.52 oh, uh, it's okay. hard to imagine anything better than this um i still think endgame might have my heart more i don't know yeah. i have to watch it again i don't know yeah, i'm looking forward to watching it again yeah, it's hard it, to pick your favorite movie now. It's like picking your favorite children, which maybe Shay can relate to because he has like as many kids as MCU movies. But <laughs> as many as, I got, for me to pick my favorite kid, you can't. They're all I just got, good. I got multiverse Spider Man in my house. That's right. <laughs> I got Gwen Stacy. I got Ben. I got Miles. I got Peter. I got them all here. Wow. Um, Bryn, your new segment. My new segment. I didn't really. Uh, think about this ahead of time, but do you guys got any quirky or cool or fun alternative titles for yes. Spider-Man No Way Home? Yes, I got one. Ooh, go go for it, Kai. Ready? Yep. Spider-Man three-way. <laughs> so there's that. Not threesome, three-way? <laughs> I didn't want to be so on the nose. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would test three out. Three-way. I like, I like your mind's that. Three-way Spider-Man, Spider-Man three-way? Yeah. Okay. I feel like you'd get some new viewers that might think they're watching a different type of movie. That might be the porn version, but yeah. Um, I, I have one. All right, let's hear it. Uh, mine is Spider-Man. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> These are good. I didn't think of one this good at all. You're saving <laughs> I know. I, I totally forgot I had this segment. I mean, even though I put it in the outline and 
it's a really good segment. Maybe the best one. Maybe the best one ever. All I got off the top of my head is like the three amigos, but that's just so lame. It's just um, not, yeah. not even right, not go that and, good. Go and skip over, Brent. You're just that's lame. Yeah, sauce. if I you think put, of something else, I'll let you guys wrote know. This, you wrote this outline. Put it in here. It's the first time we're seeing it, and we're just spitting out better stuff than you are. I literally you are. forgot about that that um, category until I just saw it on that line. So that was on the top yeah. of my head. Yeah, I, I failed. I failed. You guys kicked my ass in the, my own segment. Beat my own mm-hmm. game. How about Spider-Man thrice? All right. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is my segment too. Cool. Hey. You guys know it's high. Let's get this going. What do you guys think it got a Rotten Tomato score? Tomato I'm going to say 93. All right. And I'm Kai? We'll say 95. Is that your final answers? Yes, $1, Bob. $1, Bob. Funny of a time. Not at all. Actual retail price of the tomato meter for Spider-Man Away Home is 94% on the tomato meter. Wow. Cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. It was 100%. Just throwing it out there. Uh, It was at one point. It was at one point. Audience scored 98%. That means anything. And I'll just do one or two little reviews here. Let me pull them up here. Boom, boom, boom. Throughout all of it, the weird and complex history of Spider-Man as a cinematic Icon isn't a hindrance to the story. Instead, it's an enhancement using the quirks of the character's legacy as a source of illumination into why he has endured so long. Another one, this movie is a total blast, but it's also surprisingly emotional at times too. Um, Maybe one more. This film is definitely a treat for Spidey fans as it is full of surprises and gives us us, and gives us an opportunity to see old faces we never thought we would see on the franchise again. I can go on and on. They're almost all obviously yeah. positive, but um, damn, this movie was good. I guess that answers my question a few episodes ago as to why they keep remaking this movie. Yep. Turns oh, out. Got longevity. Turns out people like Spider-Man out there. I'm kind of sad we're not going to be doing another Spider-Man movie for a while. It was a good ride. I, I personally, and maybe we could take this to the um, fans on social media as well. I personally would like to do a different subject matter uh, uh, um, other than Spider-Man next week. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's lots of stuff we can do. So I mean, next I year. Maybe Hawkeye next week? Yeah, I like That'd that. That'd be a candidate. We could do a Hawkeye episode. Um, we have time to do Spider-Man 2, maybe before Andrew Garfield's next film. Yeah. Well, I've I've seen I, we've talked a lot about it. Maybe we go somewhere else. That's my that's just no. My- I think I think we need to go the Hawkeye route. Maybe do a two part episode on the Hawkeye series, mm-hmm. uh, and then maybe we you know I think it would be fun to do the into the Spider Verse with uh, Parker and Olivia. I just said I don't want to do any Spider Man. <laughs> I know, but Kai's Kai's had enough Spider Man for with a while. those two would be really fun. Okay, that would be fun. Maybe a mini sode would be good because they a mini sode would be great. <laughs> a mini sode would be great. Yeah. We got them for like 10, 15, 20 minutes max. <laughs> that would actually be perfect. It'd be probably like 25, 30 minutes. It'd be fun. Okay, I will allow that. Um, I think we should maybe even explore Bob Bob Fett. <laughs> yes, 100%. <laughs> There's, there's a lot there's, of different things we can do in this next news. Yes. There's a lot going on. We, were, we had a lot of buildup to this movie, and it de- definitely did um, produce. There's a lot more to go. And obviously, we don't have to do everything that's new movies and new stuff, too. There's so many Marvel movies that we haven't gone through. There's so many Disney movies. There's, so, there's so many movies out there, turns out. The possibilities are endless. 
And please, we want everyone to write in, write in via email, via social media. If you have any questions, let us, you know, maybe I think we'll, maybe we do a mini so just on answering emails, questions, whatnot, too. Something Don't that, ask uh, anything Spider-Man because Kai is over it. Over it. Uh, <laughs> or, 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 or suggestions of what we, what we want to hear next. I just don't want everybody to start thinking that we're a Spider-Man podcast because then we're, they're going to be sorely disappointed. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I hear what you're saying, but Spider-Man makes some money. So if that's what the fans want, they're going to pay for. True. Ricardo Vision's going to give it to them. You better you're believe right. it. True. You're right. You're right. Give us a piece of that billion dollars, little piece. But we'll ask. We'll ask on Instagram what you guys want to see next, and that's what we'll do next. We'll leave it up to you guys because clearly we can't agree on anything in this podcast. So clearly. Until then, um, I love you guys. Three thousand. Love you three thousand. Love you three thousand. Peace. This is Mercado Vision. Tune in next week as we dive into more high flying superhero action. Please subscribe and follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And tell your friends, family, local villains, and superheroes to do the same. As always, love you 3000.